What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Somebody's Mama Podcast. We're your hosts, Kendra. And Nicole. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode today. We have another exciting episode for you guys, so make sure you guys are tuned in. Um, We just want to say that our hats are still on sale. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So you can head over to somebodysmamapodcast.com to purchase your special edition Somebody's Mama hats. And you can also follow us on Instagram um, at Somebody's Mama Pod for more information. As always, please make sure you guys are subscribed on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and leave us a five-star rating and review. It really helps us. So we hope that you choose to do so today. And with that, we're just going to jump right in. Nicole, how was your weekend? Okay, so my weekend started off amazing. Friday, we picked up the kids from school and we had dinner in Manhattan Beach and it was everything. (laughs) Uh, Margaritas flowing. It was just, it was a vibe. (laughs) It was just everything, right? Uh Uh, Saturday, we ran errands with the kids and just had a ball. Mm -hmm. And then finally, you know, I talk about this a lot on the podcast. Mm -hmm. On Sunday, I finally got a me day. Oh, good for you. And it was everything. I went and got my brows done, my nails done. Mm-hmm. I just shopped till I couldn't shop anymore. <laughs> and it's so funny because like, even though I own a store and I have to shop for the store, I was like, you know, what? I never shop for me. I'm going to go shop, mm-hmm. just have a ball. So then I went and just shopped literally till I couldn't shop anymore. And then the next day on Memorial Day, we went to a birthday party in LA and the weather was perfect. And the park was a beautiful park in LA. And it was just, it was just everything. Good. I'm so happy yeah. you did that girl because you just be ripping and running, taking <laughs> care of the businesses, taking care of the kids and you got your little me day in. Okay. Yes. I was so happy for me and I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> yes, girl. I'm so proud of you. You guys hear Thank that? You. Make sure you guys do the same, okay? I think I'm due for one too. <laughs> you know what, Kendra? <laughs> if you listen to this podcast, because I know we probably have a lot of new listeners today, but if you listen to this podcast, you know Kendra gonna have her some me time, okay? I am an advocate of self-care. I believe yeah. that it is so necessary for your well-being and the well-being of your family and your health, your mental health, your physical health. So yes, I'm here for it all as often as you know how. Okay. Yes. And <laughs> I agree. And I'm I'm trying to get on the trying to get on the train. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, Kendra, I know your weekend was everything, but let's share with the people how was your weekend, your Memorial Day weekend. Yes. So Memorial Day weekend, um, I actually went to a convention with Recession Proof. Um, If you guys don't know, Recession Proof um, is an organization that promotes financial literacy and um, is raising a huge generation of entrepreneurs, Black entrepreneurs specifically. Um, I mean, it was so amazing. This was my first convention. And I was just so excited to be there, to learn, um, to listen, and just to witness all of these amazing like entrepreneurs be in one building. And there was so many dynamic speakers, um, just like excellent, just black excellence everywhere. Like I was just <laughs> like, <laughs> I was smiling all weekend. It was in Las Vegas this year, Memorial Day weekend. 
And um, yeah, so they really promote, like I said, they promote um, entrepreneurship and they offer a lot of um, different mentorship programs within the program. And um, it's under Marcus Barney and Turquoise, Turquoise Barney, and they're actually friends of ours. So it's just been amazing to watch their journey. Um, and just to be a part of it this weekend was amazing. Some of the speakers they had were um, Magic Johnson, who was amazing. Just to hear his like entrepreneur background story, like he kind of told different stories of how he acquired, he had 125 Starbucks. Wow. And he told the story of how he acquired those and how they were not um, just they weren't willingly given to him just because you have money doesn't mean that people are going to let you purchase things. And so um, he really had to face some adversity with getting those stories off the ground, um, his movie theaters, and he just shared so many like stories um, with with the audience that were just so amazing they also did um drink champs with i don't think i'm supposed to say that never mind um, <laughs> i don't know if i'll say that part yet um and then they also had um who else was it? i was just talking about it oh i remember seeing meek mill come out so meek mill came out and that was a surprise for everybody like he was like you know it is Memorial Day weekend you guys have been when I tell you we were locked into the convention we got there Thursday night it started on Friday so we were there all day Friday get out of session at 7 p.m oh wow and all day Sunday or all no all day Friday all day Saturday and get out of session at 7 p.m so we were like locked in learning. Like you didn't even remember what time of day it was. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness, you guys were locked in for real. I mean, they had courses about cryptocurrency, trucking, um, the metaverse. That blew my mind. Okay. That blew my mind. Just learning about the metaverse and how to get involved and how to purchase land and like, you know, just to stay on top of these things so that we can grow wealth for our families and within our community and that we're not so late to the game on everything because we always learned about stuff years and years later. So, so true. we have these people that are boots on the ground, learning information to provide it for us so that we can grow and learn and build um, in the same manner. And um Another uh, speaker, Ash Cash, who has a, um, a dynamic podcast, um, he was dropping gems. Like, it was just so many amazing people um, in the building, and I learned so much. I was taking all the notes I could. <laughs> <laughs> and then closed it out on Sunday, um, went to a pool party, and got on my flight and came home. And um, to my kids, I really miss my kids. We were going for three days. So I was like, wow. I was, yeah, I was like, really miss my kids. Um, but I met so many people, made so many connections, got super motivated. Um, and yeah, I mean, if you have the opportunity to be a part of it, I say go for it. Like, it's worth it. If you're an entrepreneur and you are trying to learn how to go to the next level, Myron Golden, I don't know if you've heard of him. No, I've never heard of him before. But he is so dynamic. Like he taught us this um, five, what did he call it? Fifth grade math on how to be a millionaire. And the way he broke it down so and simplified it, like it just made you feel like you could walk out of there and, and make a million dollars. So wait, it was Myron Goldman? Myron Golden. Golden. Mm -hmm. Myron, M-Y-R-O-N? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Golden. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna Google. Yeah, I mean, he is amazing. And now his his mentorship program is not no chump change. But <laughs> if you got the coin and you're really trying to take it to the next level, he had a lot of his students there who um, invested in the course with him. And a lot of them were like, within 30 days, they were making a million dollars. They went from making $200,000 a year to a million dollars in a month. A million dollars wow. in a day. Like they're like, they, the, the people there say like, oh yeah, I had my first million dollar day after such and such months. And I'm like, yo, first million dollar day. Like, <laughs> like, oh, you know what? Let me go ahead and see what mine was talking about. Yeah. And I mean, it was just, I don't know. It's, it was an experience. Um, and just to see people firsthand that are just like you, that have took the information, used the information and made it work for themselves like that. So it was really, really good. I had a great weekend. Uh, Monday, we relaxed and chilled. I cooked a little barbecue um, and chilled with the kids. This is like um, Kimmy's last week of school. So I'm excited about that. Um, so we can get this summer kicked off. I know. I'm so excited for summer. My son's last day was today. My daughter's is later this week. And we already got plans for next week. And it's on. Yes. <laughs> I it's know. Awesome. I'm so excited. I want to take him into, um, we want to take him to Knott's Berry Farm. He really wants to go back to Disneyland. So we got to make a whole bunch of plans for the kids. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to have some more time with them. Yeah. And I heard uh, Disneyland prices uh, went down or something like that. So say what? <laughs> it's some new California thing. It's a California residency thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. Um, I've heard about that before. And then now they have the Sesame Street one. And isn't it in Carlsbad or something? Okay, I've seen that. But when I watched somebody do um, a vlog going there, it looked really like, little. Yeah, I think it's for little kids. It's yeah. for like toddlers. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, there's so many things to do this summer with the kiddos. But that leads us into our mama moments. So yes. what's your mama moment this week? So if you're new to the podcast, every episode we do a mama moment. It's just like a, an emotional or funny moment that we had with our kids this week. And so my mama moment is my husband keeps saying that when I'm not around, my one-year-old will say, Cole. And I'm like, she did not say Cole. And he's like, yes, she does. When you're not around, sometimes she'll look for you and say Cole. Now, when the big kids are off at school and the little one is with my husband and I at work or working from home, my husband refers to me as Cole. Mm -hmm. And I've never heard her say Cole. So I'm like, I don't think she says that, blah, 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 right? Uh Well, the last time we taped the podcast, when I got home, she was asleep in my bed and um, I accidentally woke her up and she popped her head up and went, Cole. <laughs> and he was like, see, I told you, I told you, I told you, I told you. I was like, girl. Uh-uh, don't you that. call me Cole. <laughs> Not my nickname. <laughs> <laughs> she be knowing too much. She might be one, but she know too much. He's a pandemic baby. She's been here before. Exactly. She's just wilding, but I, I couldn't believe she lifted her little head up and said, Cole. 
I was mad. What about you? Horrible. Um, so my mama moment this week. So um, as we said, you know, uh, school is ending soon, and I feel like Kendon's teacher is preparing him and preparing the class for the end of the school year, which is completely understandable because. Um, for a lot of the kids there, this was their first time going to school because during the pandemic, um, they weren't able to go to preschool or anything like that. So for those that don't know, he's in TK. So they don't really get a graduation or anything like that. Like this is his first year in school and school is just going to be over. So I feel like she's kind of like preparing them because he's been talking a lot about summer and kindergarten and things like that so every day when I pick him up he's like mom is today summer and I'm like almost like you know this is the last week of school or we got two weeks of school left whatever and he's like and then tomorrow I'm gonna go to kindergarten (laughs) not tomorrow like you know I have to keep explaining to him like you know you're gonna have summer when you're not gonna go to school and then when you return to school you'll be in a different classroom and you'll be in kindergarten and he's like, but my teacher said I'm going to kindergarten tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, um, excuse me, it's tomorrow. Yes. She said tomorrow. So I just think it's so funny because literally every day when I pick him up, he's like, is it happening yet? And, I, and I'm like, so are you nervous about it? And he's like, no, I'm excited to go into such and such class. Like, I guess he sees the other kids in the other classroom um in the kindergarten classroom they have like more stuff because the tk classroom they this year they usually have um like morning and afternoon session Mm -hmm. but this year they only have morning sessions so they had to use some regular classrooms for tk classrooms as well so some of the other kindergarten classrooms have more like toys and like they're more set up for kindergarten like oh, kindergarten okay. classrooms kind of set up for like first grade and they just kind of like added stuff in there okay so gotcha. he, they have the bathroom in their classroom like you know it's kind of like exciting for him to go onto that side so i get it he is super excited and he cannot stop talking about it <laughs> I'm excited for him. I know he's just going to love kindergarten. Yes, I'm super excited. So now we're going to move into the next portion of the show. Today, we are so excited to have our second guest on the show. This is really um, someone that I really wanted to make sure we brought on the show. Her name is Callie. She is the founder of OC Black Moms. And as someone that grew up in Orange County, when I first came across her page, I was so excited to see such a beautiful organization coming together. And it's definitely something I wish I had when I was a child, but I'm super excited as a mom to be able to be a part of her group. And again, we are so excited to have Callie here today. Thanks for having me. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks. Uh, this is a first podcast. I'm excited. I couldn't think of anybody else to do it with because you guys are awesome. Yeah, we're so happy to hear so that. Much. So we're excited to just jump right in. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So um, Orange County mom, have two kids. Um, I have a four-year-old daughter and an almost two-year-old son. Um, we moved here during the pandemic. Um, I work as a nurse case manager at one of the local hospitals. Um, and, you know, just trying to balance motherhood and 
um, trying to still be the person I am or who I thought I was. I've changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so just trying to navigate that. And that's kind of where I am right now. Well, oh, you're nice. I replaced. <laughs> that's so nice. I didn't know that. So you're not, are you originally from the OC? No, I'm not. My husband oh. is, was born out here in Orange County. And so um, when we first started dating, one of our first trips that we took was he wanted to show me this beautiful place. And so he always knew from the very beginning that he wanted to bring his family here and raise his kids here because he loved it growing up. And so um, we, you know, talked about it, but I was not from here. I, the only part of California I had lived in prior to meeting him was Fresno. So I lived in Fresno for about six years. And so we've driven through Orange County, but never really been to Orange County before. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That's so exciting. Um, so what, and so for the people that don't know, Orange County is part of Southern California. Um, it's like in between, I guess people associate Orange County with like Disneyland, but, Mm -hmm. um, it's in between Los Angeles and the Inland Empire. Mm -hmm. And so what inspired you to start OC Black Moms? So, you know, we got here during the pandemic and things would kind of open up for a little while and we'd go to the park and my kids would be like the only black kids. And I'm like, (laughs) you know, and we weren't going to the same park. Like I was going to all the parks and I still wasn't seeing them. And so I kind of looked it up and was like, there's gotta be black people here. You know, my (laughs) mother-in-law here and all of that. So when I looked it up on the census, it says like 3% of of the population of Orange County is black. So that's still pretty low, but when you put it in actual numbers, that's 60,000 people in Orange County that are black. And so I'm like, I gotta find them. Like at least one or two of them are gonna be moms and we could organize the play date. Like, yeah, you know, who may have kids my age. That's really, you know, like um, their kids are the same age as my kids. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if I can find those one or two moms, I'll be happy. So that's kind of how I, got the idea of even starting the Facebook page. I love that because you know what's so funny? Um, I actually, the the neighborhood that I live in is uh, predominantly white or other as well. And so when I moved to this area and my son was starting school, I looked for something like that in this area. I was like, my city, black moms on Facebook, like trying <laughs> to find like, <laughs> where's my tribe? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that is so cool that um, when Nicole was telling me about you, I was like, that's so cool. Like, that's literally what I was looking for in this area. So um, that is so awesome. And I'm sure a lot of people have um, gained some things from your group. But can you tell us a little bit about any struggles or adversity that um, you may have faced um, when starting this group? Or did you have any um qualms or concerns about starting this group? Yeah, so I'm type A. So I knew that if I was going to do something, I needed to know everything about it. Um, So I kind of looked at the other groups that were already available for Orange County moms. They were really large. Connection got a little bad for a second. So can you repeat that? Sure. Yeah. So I I had to really think about what my target goal was. Was Mm -hmm. it to 
for me to make friends or was it for my kids to see other people that look like them? Mm. So I had to kind of prioritize it. And so when I was able to prioritize that and say, number one is for my kids, then Mm -hmm. I had this question come up that was like, well, you have a group called OC Black Moms, but there are a lot of Black kids in Orange County that may not have Black moms. Mm, That's a very good point. Yes. Yes, that is a very good point. That was the number first question, first struggle that we had. Yeah. And so I'm a pediatric nurse. And so at the end of the day, for me, it was like, if another kid who may not see other black kids on a regular basis benefits from being part of this group or access to the play dates or the events or whatever, then I've got to allow that mom to be part of this group so that she can right. bring him. So yeah. that was our first really big struggle. Wow. Um, and wow. not everybody felt like they should be part of the group and so that's a that's a tug of war because it's like if for if I as a black mom are coming here to be with other black moms and their children and I'm like okay well what are you doing here but (laughs) I understand I understand where you're coming from because it's so funny like when my son started school of course I'm looking for kids that look like him and there's a little boy in his class who literally looks like him (laughs) same hair everything but his mom is white and I was so excited to meet her regardless you know I'm just like and we're looking at each other because she wanted her son to have somebody in his class who looked like him too so that is like a it gets a little sticky there but I can kind of see both both sides just from talking to that mom, even though she's white, she has black children. So she's kind of still looking for the same type of camaraderie that for her kids that we're looking for for our kids. Absolutely. So um, giving them that opportunity to just feel uh, comfortable to ask, like, what hair care products are you using for your son? Yeah. You know? Um, like my, my child needs a therapist and they would identify with a black therapist, Mm -hmm. um, what other black therapists are out there. When you ask those type of questions in a big group that are available out there, there are going to be a lot of people questioning why your child needs a black therapist or why, you know, why your products have to be different. There's just a lot of questions that come up. So just to be able to be in a safe space to provide that for your children, being able to prioritize that and say number one for our kids that was you know and made a decision made so yeah it was hard but but they also need the space yeah um Callie quick question how long has the group been running because I've only known you guys for almost a year so you guys started in 2020 we started in 2021 we so we've just been around for one year we just celebrated one year May 12th Wow. And about how many members do you guys have so far? So in our Facebook group, we have about 540 members. Wow. That is awesome. Yeah. Wow. That's really good. Group. Something I was wondering, uh, Callie, is what has been some of the most unexpected blessings from starting the group? Because I know when you start something new, of course, you have your goal and, um, the number one and number two of what you want to achieve for the for the group but what has been some of the kind of like wow I didn't expect like that 
this would happen in like such a big way or even if it's in not necessarily a big way but just like wow that was a blessing or wow I'm really a part of this community and these are some beautiful things that have happened mm-hmm. absolutely so I think the number one thing that really made me excited is like my husband has a couple friends because of our group oh, yeah. guys come out to like family events and so since then he's been able to connect with a couple of the guys mm-hmm. um and so that was like the uh, I didn't even he wasn't even on the list of- <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> so, um, that's been a blessing um and then you know a couple months ago like uh we found out that a couple of the teens met at an event and went to prom together wow and, uh, and I was like oh my god <laughs> that's cool amazing that? <laughs> that is so fun that was so cool networking community that is that's beautiful um yeah there's one thing there was one thing that you did Callie that really caught my attention is um there was an incident that happened in I think Laguna Beach area where a basketball player was being taunted and the way you brought the group together to go support him and his family at the basketball games, mm-hmm. I thought was one of the most beautiful moments because um, to me, it was a little unexpected, but also it was in the streamline of building community and being there for, for each other. But the way you guys stepped up in that moment to be there for that family meant so much to me as an um, part of the group or just as a black woman that grew up in Orange County because as a kid I was that kid you know on the volleyball team the only black child and so you know as the only black child on a sports team you get those different situations you get those uncomfortable moments and to see you guys all show up I thought was just something I just wanted to like to share that you guys did that I thought was just amazing. Thank you. Yeah. So um, that was organized by our team coordinator, um, Andrea. She uh, is amazing. And she really, she has two teen boys. And so she totally saw that and was like, that could have been my kid, you know? And so she got a group together and was able to go to several of their games and support their families. And so we, um, the mom is now part of our group. And um, she's also, you know, reached out and said, thank you so much for coming and supporting because before they were going to basketball games and there wasn't that many black people around so that's why they were able to get away with something right and so exactly you guys are like oh no we're here we're here they have support <laughs> yeah exactly exactly that's amazing so you guys have done it sounds like you guys have done like amazing work just within a year's time like what are some of the things that you hope for for the group in the future yeah so I you know I want to start with the pregnant moms and the new moms because um, I remember being that first time mom and being so alone and isolated after that like my mom left at around six weeks Um, and so it was like you know, I it was six weeks, I should have been feeling better. I should have been able to like, get up and go and make friends and all that. But it was really, really hard. Yeah. Um, so I was in a new city, didn't really have family around. Um, 
So I would really like to figure out a way to support our first time moms or new moms, um, just to have a person that like calls and checks on you. You can talk to um, somebody that maybe comes over and can like give you a break for a couple hours, Um, you know, just, or, you know, you can hold the baby and they can do some chores around the house for you, you wash some dishes or whatever it is. So I would really like to um, dedicate some time in this new year to really supporting those new moms and building that connection um, early on because postpartum depression is a real thing. And I don't think our community talks about it as much. And so um, I want, I want those conversations to be had. I want those, that support to be able to be there. Yeah. That's beautiful. Do you guys, um, how do you meet normally? Is it like through meetups, like for special events? Do you guys meet weekly, monthly, um, online, or how do you guys connect? So mainly the connection is through the Facebook group, um, you know, online, but we do have a monthly family night event or family event. It's not at night all the time anymore, but um, some family event that we do. And then we usually have a monthly mom's night out event. So um, whether it's brunch or like painting or whatever it is, we try to plan something every month and that's just what the core. So that's what I plan. And then on top of that, we have regional reps. So each region, Orange County is kind of separated into four regions. Uh Each regional rep does an event. Um, our team coordinator does lots of events. And so we have almost every week we have something that you can do. I love this. I'm like, I don't live in Orange County, but I'm <laughs> no, I, I'm, I look at the events all the time and I'm like, okay, I want to go to this one. I'm like, I've been waiting for the summer. I saw some new ones just got uploaded a day or two ago. So I was like, okay, I got to see what the, um, the summer ones too, because um, I'm going to be there. <laughs> I, I mean, this is just amazing. Like just, you know, we talk about like my friend group, we talk about community all the time and like, yeah you know, being there for one another. Last week, one of my friends, she's driving home from work and she has us on the list for to pick up her kids because they don't have family in the area. So just having people there, like building that community is something that we've kind of like done within our group of friends. But like you said, for people that don't have that, like you guys have created that space for everybody to feel connected and to have somebody to go to. That is amazing. Like I love this. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's, it was needed we all need it we you yeah. know community was a big part of just the world back in the day you know and so right. um we lost that and now we're we have to figure out a different way to create it and so luckily the social media platforms have given us that opportunity and so you know we're gonna try to like use that for a positive yeah now, with leading the community and your community is growing so fast, what do you feel has been kind of like the hardest part about leading the group? What has been like maybe something unexpected that you thought was just hard about being the leader of the group? Because as the leader, building, um, bringing the 3% together, the 60,000 together, of basically a lot of people that want to want the community because growing up there, it was definitely wanted. It was just back then, nobody could really figure it out. And 
to leading the sports, you know, what has been like the hardest part for you? So the hardest part for me, uh, I feel like is just everyone's kind of expects me to be perfect mm. um, and not make mistakes. So I am, you know, human. I feel like I say that a lot in the group, like I make mistakes, you know, I also like have feelings. And so right. when you're always coming at me about something, just think like, I still have a job. I still have kids. I still have, a, you know, a husband. There's a lot of other things in my life. Right. And so um, I may, you know, make mistakes or I may not answer in time or um, I may say the wrong thing. And so um, luckily now adding to my leadership team, I've been able to like step back a little bit. Other people are able to answer questions, may not um, always be the one, the touch point person. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really hard. And so I had to lean into the community, build more, you know, leadership. Um, and, and, you know, just, I feel like I, I want people to give me the same grace that I give them, you know, like, yeah. it's like, if I say the wrong thing, I offended you just say, you know what, maybe she made a mistake that maybe that's not how she was meaning to come off. Um, right. Let, you know, let me, she may have had a bad day. We all have bad days. Right. And so um, I think it's, it's a weird leadership position to be in because you don't expect everybody to think that you have to get it right every single time. So, right. But yeah. we're learning. <laughs> and it's a year in, so yeah, yeah. Job. and you really are. I like how that you don't let the group become salesy because I feel like some of these groups grow with such good intentions and then people like take it over trying to sell you something. And you do such a good job of making sure like, no, this is community. If you want to sell a product, you go over there and sell a product. Right. <laughs> yes. You buy an ad. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. That is probably number two, my biggest headache. Absolutely. Is, um, you You're know, sneak it in there. Well, and here's the thing. I get it. I totally get it. If you yeah. have a business that targets black women mm-hmm. and you see 500 black women, you're like, Cheating, you know, like yeah. why not? You know what so, I saw in another group that I'm in? They have a designated day for it. Yes. And I feel like if people respect it, because in that group, people do respect it because the moderators will call you out if you don't. <laughs> but they have like a special designated day for when you can promote your business. And it, it's helpful because sometimes it's something that you need within that community, but people just take it out of hand. So I understand like you have to have those rules and regulations because people will be on there spamming the whole thing and then you don't get to get any of the talking points across. Right. Absolutely. We have, you know, a monthly business post that you can post on. Luckily the algorithm actually, if you post on it, brings it back to the top. So, you know, you can, people see it. Um, And so, yeah, we have opportunities. We have opportunities for you to like co-host events, um, you know, that, um, expose your you know brand or whatever it is that you want our group to know about Mm -hmm. um but yeah I think the intentions like you can kind of tell people's intentions like so I'm like if you if you come here and your intention is community Mm -hmm. your business will flourish yeah because people feel that so um and then once you're you know you're in there people know about you they're gonna like 
I mean, we have people who started their business um, around the same time we started the group. And, you know, now anybody, anytime somebody asks for like a cake or uh, cookies or something, they're always telling about this, you know, these people because they've really built on the community. They don't have to go on there and promote. They're getting promoted. Yeah, amazing. It just grows that way. So yeah, good intentions. Yeah, that's really good. Speaking of community. So for our listeners that are listening now, what is something that you would want um, people to know about the community that you're building? Is there anything that you would want our listeners to know about OC Black Moms? So I truly believe community is everything you give into the community, you will receive out of the community. So um, if you feel like, you know, you have something to give, bring it to the community, uh, allow, you know, others to share in that, and then you will receive based on that. Now, if you're on the sideline expecting, a, you know, a bet or a situation to be perfect for you to come out, you're going to miss so many opportunities. So I always encourage people like it's hard. I know I kind of have social anxiety too. Um, but, you know, take that first step, come out, meet a couple people, exchange phone numbers, yeah. follow up and mm-hmm. say, hey, let's do coffee. Let's, you know, try a couple times too, because the first time may not work because our lives are crazy. You know, our kids right. get sick, things happen. And so keep trying, mm-hmm. keep coming out, do small. If you're, you're not into big events, come out to the smaller events, mm-hmm. engage and follow up. Like that's really what it's about. Um, and community is honestly what's going to get you through yeah. tough motherhood days to be able to have another mom who's been through that or is going through that to bounce ideas off of is like something you can't get you can't buy money does not buy you that so absolutely absolutely now Callie um how can more people learn more about you and follow you drop those Instagram that Facebook group where can where can they find you yeah, so our website is ocblackmoms.com. We ha- are on Instagram at ocblackmoms. We are on Facebook, also ocblackmoms.com, uh, or not .com, ocblackmoms. But in the group is linked on everything. So you can join the group. You do have to live in Orange County to or work in Orange County. Yeah. to be part of the group just Darn. because it's a I, <laughs> just because we want you to come to events like we right. want you to be part of the actual community and then you know come out try it out um, engage that's the only way you're going to really get the true benefits out of it um, the Facebook group is great but the events are even better yeah I believe that. So if you guys are in the Orange County area, make sure you guys tap in with OC Black Moms. This sounds like an amazing organization. Congratulations to you for um, just having the vision, executing it. And it sounds like you have it like super organized. Uh, So we will just be continuing to send you positive blessings um, on your, your business and your family and everyone that you touch. And we just thank you so much for joining us today because... Now we have another member into our community. Yes. Thank <laughs> yes. you so much. Thank yes. you so much for having me. This is thank amazing. You. Thank you.
Yes, thank you guys so much. Make sure you guys follow her on Instagram, OC Black Moms, all the platforms um, that she mentioned. We will have them in the show notes so that you guys can make sure you know where to find her. Also, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at Somebody's Mama Pod. You can also subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and share this with a friend. If you guys have friends that are in Orange County and they're looking for community, make sure you guys share this episode with them. And we hope to see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Thank you.